Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Caldwell Pope trying to get it into Yoke to us Wiggins on him. Now he's doubled by Clay. The cross-corner skip is stolen by Steph. 20 seconds to go. Warriors down five. Steph, pull up three. Puts it in! 107-105 straight on and straight through for Steph. Now the Warriors have to foul with 15 seconds to go, and they did in the backcourt. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up with John Dickinson. We'll bring you into the locker room and hear from Coach Kerr and the players. Highlights from the game, and J.D. will take your calls. Warriors Wrap-Up starts now. Indeed it does, as the Warriors lose in Denver, 108-105 the final. We welcome you inside Warriors Wrap-Up here on 95-7 the game. 888-957-9570, That is the phone number to give me a call or shoot me a text here on Warriors Wrap-Up tonight on 95-7 the game. And uh, really, you know, a couple of different ways to look at tonight, I think. Uh, now that the Warriors are through this stretch where they're playing seven of the first nine away from Chase Center and the next six to be played at Chase Center. You can look at it two ways. Missed opportunity tonight, fourth game of a, a long trip coming back from the central part of the country, the middle of the country, and playing the defending champs, and you're down a, a couple rotation players. They're down their second-best player and, and Jamal Murray, and Neither team really at their best, I thought, in this game tonight. Uh, Warriors looking a little sluggish. I thought Denver missed a lot of layups in in this game. Warriors could have been in a worse spot than they were, uh, I thought, for for good portions of the game. They were hanging around and and had a chance. You hear Steph with the three there, the wild three off the steal makes it a two-point game. And then Nikola Jokic misses both free throws as the Warriors foul there with about 15 seconds to go. And the Warriors uh, unable, though, to finish the deal. Curry drives, goes for the the layup. I saw Michael Malone was watching the the ESPN feed in the break here between Kevin Dana's final call. And and when I hit the airwaves and Michael Malone said the, the one thing that Denver was absolutely trying to do in that situation is not let Curry have a step back three. So they were really going to make sure that they tried to force Curry into a position where he would take the two 
and Curry did take the two, and, and Jokic maybe alters it a, a little bit, or it was a little bit rushed, but that's a that's a shot as Curry starts to make his way into the lane that I'm thinking he's going to make, because Steph Curry typically does make that shot, but uh, it, it rolls off the iron. There's the, the wild scramble for the ball out of bounds. No timeout for the Warriors, so they couldn't challenge it. Uh, Denver had made the Warriors take a, a timeout before the inbounds, had to take two timeouts at that point after the, the missed free throws. The Warriors took timeout to advance it, then couldn't get the ball in. Another timeout, so no review on the wild out-of-bounds play. And then uh, Reggie Jackson misses a couple. So you've got Denver missing three out of four free throws in the final couple of seconds. And then Clay appeared as if he was going to get a pretty decent look, but then never quite could get a handle on getting a, a legitimate attempt at a three with the Warriors down by three, and uh, you add it all up, and the Nuggets wind up improving to 8-1 and one on the season. They get the shorthanded victory. Somebody was going to get one tonight, whether it was the Warriors without Draymond Green and Gary Payton the second, or the Nuggets playing without Jamal Murray, their second-best player. So you can look at it as missed opportunity, and and, and really, I, I thought, you know, Jokic, his numbers always end up looking phenomenal. <laughs> 35 points, 13 rebounds, only five assists. I thought the Warriors did a good job taking away his ability to get others involved. And he had 35 points on, on 25 shots. One of six from three. I, I thought the Warriors did make him work although he winds up, what, 13 of, of 17 on twos. So he still kind of had his way as far as uh, twos go. He did miss four free throws in the game. So, again, the Nuggets missed a lot of layups. I think they could have been in, in a better position in this game had they been able to make that. But the Warriors challenged. You know, In the paint, I thought the Warriors really, really challenged the best they could to make life difficult for – for Jokic, the best that they could. The Warriors bench again did the job, 42 to 12. Uh, I, I think Denver, you know, kind of a big picture topic on the Nuggets. I, I think they're going to have some trouble with the bench that they're rolling out right now. Uh, and I know Reggie Jackson going to the bench in the regular season, at least, is probably going to wind up helping them when Jamal Murray can come back. But they're going to be without Jamal Murray for the rest of the month of, of November, it was reported today. Uh, they're not as deep as they were last year, just just straight up. Uh, a lot of youth, uh, and you know they're they're kind of a they're kind of a start their starting lineup or bust. You know maybe Reggie Jackson really the only veteran um, among key players off the the bench for them. So uh, I think they're a little bit vulnerable as these teams continue their season series as Denver continues to defend their title. But uh, they're off to the eight and one start. Warriors off to the 6-3 and three start. If you want to talk about tonight, what didn't go well for Golden State as they only hit 11 out of 35 from 3. Uh, Warriors didn't shoot it well in this one tonight. Steph Curry uh, 0 for 4 on 2s, did make 6 threes again, but the Nuggets were able to, to hold Curry down. It was another rough night for Andrew Wiggins. It was another rough night, uh, at least in the first half, for Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, who you know continue in, ends up getting his ten and and ends up helping the Warriors a little bit in the in the second half as, as the bench really in both halves was the story for the Warriors as far as getting them back into the game and then not quite enough from the starters down the stretch and so we we could talk about this game specifically but I I really think that this Warriors trip was made in Detroit when the Warriors were able to bounce back off the Cleveland loss and, and make sure that they got at least two 
I think you look at nine games and seven of them on the road, and the Warriors being a, a 11 win road team a year ago, a, a team that went 11 and 30 away from Chase Center. For the Warriors to be sitting at five and two, seven road games in, and six and three overall now with the next six at home, and then a couple of more. You know, real, real. They're not going to leave. Uh, the California or the West Coast here for, for quite some time. And the Warriors have the next six at home, and then they go to Phoenix, and then they're back home, and then they go to Sacramento, and then they're back home again before they go to L.A., and, and then they hit the the uh, in-season tournament portion of the schedule, which is to be determined that first week of December. But uh, you look at the Warriors now, they got through what was a real difficult stretch at the beginning of, of their season that the schedule maker kind of made for them a, an early test, and now everything flips. And so I, I think if, if you separate from tonight and, and look at the big picture, Warriors at 6-3 and three, I think you have to take, and now you have to hope if you're a Warrior fan that Golden State gets it going and can play at the level that they played at last season at home be a 30-plus home team. Because this, this team looks like they, they can win 20, 22, 23 games away from home. You do that and you win your 30 at, at home, then you're into the 50s. And and if you're in the 50s, I, I think you're going to be in that mix for a top, top two, top three spot in the Western Conference, top to bottom. So, uh, again, I, I tend to take the, the macro view – tonight as opposed to the micro view and it's the fact that I think if you know you've been it's the old if hey nine games what do you think's a good record for the Warriors at this point I think you know six and three five and four I think probably would have been acceptable I think six and three you're feeling really good about I think seven and two eight and one nine and oh you'd have been you'd have been ecstatic about at that point uh, so all in all uh, again they got to get Andrew Wiggins going but it, I, you know, Clay Thompson, I think, has been steady. Steph's been out of this world. Chris Paul's coming along. Uh, you know, tonight, who, you know, Chris Paul in the closing lineup tonight, uh, down the stretch, took Curry off the ball a little bit. Maybe you needed to get the ball in Steph's hands a little bit more in in the final few minutes to to try and generate some better shots. I think that's fair to look at. But uh, the young players are contributing to varying degrees. The bench, for the most part, is beating the opposition's bench, even though individually among the bench players, not everybody's playing great. You know, Saric has had some games, but he's also had some games where he's been less effective. He got the start tonight. Chris Paul hasn't shot it well, but he's done everything else pretty well. Kaminga has been pretty bad in first halves of most of these games and, and has not made the the jaw-dropping third-year leap that, that some had predicted for him, at least not yet. But he's been effective enough. He's been playable. He's been somebody that's helped them over significant portions of, of a lot of these games, even though he hasn't been perfect. So I tend to look at it glass half full uh, as, as we sit here with the Warriors at 6-3. and 888 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Let's get it going tonight on the phone lines with Chris A. in Oakland here on 95.7 The Game. What's going on tonight, Chris? Hey, what's going on, J.D.? Thanks for taking my call, man. Um, that was a great game. Uh, you know, wish we would have got the W. They had opportunities win. Um, what I thought really stood out was 
even without GP, um, even without Dre, they played really good team defense. Uh, so you got to be proud of that. Another thing, too, is that I thought the bench in totality, especially with that second unit with, with Chris Paul running it, is is just a luxury that we're going to have over opposing benches going forward, and that's really, really a, a great thing as a fan to see compared to uh, last season. So, yeah, it was it was a um, you know you always want to win, but um, I, I'm okay with it. Uh, so yeah, go Dubs. Thanks for ta- oh, and one one more thing, JD, are are you also doing the uh, weekend shows uh, this season too with the Warriors? Yes, we're doing the we're doing Warriors this week uh, nine to noon on Saturdays uh, all season long. We got that tipped off a couple of weekends ago. We've done two of them. The third one will be this weekend. Awesome, thanks, man. Appreciate it, Chris. Chris A. checking in here on Warriors wrap up on on ninety five seven. The game, yeah, hard fought game. Neither team played great. Both teams competing. I, I think the one thing that the Warriors showed tonight even without Draymond and, and Gary Payton the second. And again, Denver can play that game too. I mean, Denver didn't have their their second best player and a, and a guy that was a, a legitimate big-time playoff performer for them and Jamal Murray. But they, they sh- I think both these teams showed that neither fears the other as the, the you know, reigning last two champions in the NBA. And, and you know, I think the Nuggets have a little bit of that championship you know, juice that comes with knowing that they know how, what it takes to get the job done. So I don't think they're going to quite panic or anything like that going up even against a team like the Warriors. And then you look at the Warriors, who I think showed that they can they can run with this team. They can hang with this team even when they're not playing their best. And so I thought both teams kind of made a little mini statement uh, as far as just kind of where things stand moving forward. Defensive battle, to be sure. I think that's a great point by Chris A. in Oakland. Warriors played good defense tonight for the most part, and they didn't have their two best defensive players, or at least two of their top three, if you want to consider Andrew Wiggins typically as, as one of the Warriors' better defender d- defenders. But I think to this point, GP's been somebody that's been out there a lot down the stretch. Draymond, obviously, an all-time great defensive player. And the Warriors were you know, taking other things away from Denver. You know, Michael Porter Jr. still got rolling at, at different points and hurt the Warriors. I thought really where he hurt him was, was on the glass a little bit. Uh, but ends up with 17 points. I mean, he's just one of those guys that sometimes is going to hit shots that that it just kind of like Steph and Clay a little bit. And that you know, why the hell are you taking that shot? Oh, it's good. Like he he just has that unabashed confidence in his game, so he's going to hit some tough ones. But he's also maybe going to take some bad ones. And uh, but I thought Michael Porter Jr. made a positive. Impact. I thought the Warriors did a nice job on Aaron Gordon. Uh, you know, he he missed a lot. Inside tonight, uh, five of fourteen. You know, Reggie Jackson was kind of the, the the quintessential Reggie Jackson. You know, a lot of shots to to get his points. So I thought the Warriors did a nice job. And then yeah, the bench. I mean, plus thirty for the Warriors bench that had already been dominant to a big time extent so far. The bench now for the Warriors can get them back in the game. And and that's that's you know it's not just hey Steph's out. 
and can you prevent yourself from being you know losing that stretch by ten points? It's it's now on nights where maybe the starters don't have it, and Curry got off to a little bit of a slow start in this one. Now the bench can bring you back into the game, which gives the starters more opportunities to to steal games down the stretch. And I I, I thought tonight was a game where the Warriors really had a, an opportunity, not really to steal it. I think both teams legitimately had chances to win. Warriors' biggest lead was five. Denver was up 12 at a couple of different points. It was 26-21 into the first quarter. Warriors down by three at the half. And then the big third quarter. Third quarters have been an early trend for the most part in these first nine games for the Warriors. The third quarter, Warriors outscore them 31-23. So they get things back on track via the bench and then you know take off in that in that third quarter the bench really did a nice job in the third quarter the third quarters for the bench have been better than even the first quarters the back ends of first quarters and second quarters uh for, for the warriors to this point so the bench helping them get back in the game uh and and give them a chance but just uh not enough for the warriors tonight as they lose it 108 to 105 eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. Looking at the standings a little bit before we get to our extending the three-point line and uh, get to a couple of text messages as well. Yeah, Denver improves to 8-1. and one. They're an NBA best 8-1. and one. Philly 6-1 and one in the Eastern Conference. They lead the East. Dallas got beat at home tonight by Toronto, so they are now 6-2. and two. Minnesota's won four in a row. They've played a lot of home games, though. Five of their first seven have been at home. And they're 5-0 at, at home at Target Center so far this season. And they've beaten the Celtics, and, and they've beaten uh, Denver. Uh, it was the, the, the one Denver loss in there as well. Uh, when, when you look at this one, yeah, they were able to beat the Nuggets in, in blowout fashion in, in Minneapolis. And the Warriors are, are right there at 6-3, and three. Currently fourth in the West. Oklahoma City's right there. Sacramento got a win tonight in, in overtime against Portland. So they're they're coming on. The Kings had, had lost, uh, what, three in a row uh, going back to when the Warriors beat them at Chase Center last week. A week ago tonight, the Kings went and lost a couple in Houston and then were down late tonight. But uh, without De'Aaron Fox able to get a win there, so they... Uh, salvage a, a three and four, and I just think you got to like where the where the Dubs are at right now at, at, at six and three with all of these home games. Now you got to pay it. You got to take advantage of the fact and make the six and three stand up by you know winning five out of six at home and and you know taking your chances in Phoenix, taking your chances in Sacramento, taking your chances on the road uh, against the Clippers. Phoenix tonight won in Chicago in overtime as well. They led most of that game, but then found themselves trailing in the overtime came back and, and were able to win that game uh, as well uh, down the stretch. And so they're 4-4. Four and four, So you know, right there in the mix uh, are, are the Warriors, I, I think, in, in the early part of the season. A couple of 50-50 games go their way. They're able to win the game against Sacramento a week ago. They win the game in Oklahoma City on Friday night and uh, you know had chances against Cleveland, definitely had chances to get the job done tonight. But... Uh, Come up a little bit short. All in all, though, uh, again, five and two away, one and one home. I, I think you absolutely take that uh, if you're the Warriors. All right, eight at eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. Roberto is next here on Warriors Wrap Up. What's going on, Roberto? 
Hey, good evening to you. I just was calling to just say I appreciate your your, your um doing about everything you do there. And I wanted to get your opinion just real quick about what would you consider to throw in a wrench for the NBA uh, to have Chris Paul start in the second half, Chris Paul be the starting point guard and having like a shotgun on the left with a Curry and, and the other splash brother on the, on the right. I think you'll see that lineup at different times. I don't think it's going to be starting necessarily the second half. I think you'll see it at the end of the game. Uh, and I think you did see it at the end of the game tonight. I mean, you saw Chris Paul out there at the end tonight with Steph Curry, with Clay Thompson, you know, with Andrew Wiggins. They had Looney out there, and they went back to Saric. You know, the the who will be the fifth closing player tonight for the Warriors? You know, wound up looking like it was going to be Saric, and then it ended up being Chris Paul. So and it, so it ended up being Paul with Looney. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and, and Andrew Wiggins thought maybe it wasn't going to be CP3 tonight, but then Steve Kerr went to him, uh, and then Moses Moody was out there when the Warriors were, were trying to get the, the final bucket uh, when Steph ended up driving uh, Moody out there to, to spread the floor a little bit. But I, I think you're going to see that lineup, and it, it's going to be interesting how Steve Curry on tonight, he went with Wiggins. I think trying to maybe instill some confidence in, in, in Andrew Wiggins, who, again, did not have his best game. 11 points, five boards, picks up three fouls, has a turnover, can't make a three tonight, missed another free throw tonight, although he was three for four. You know, Wiggins is struggling, and I think, you know, there's a... there's This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The fine line between trying to balance confidence in Andrew Wiggins and playing the right player to help you win the game. And I, I do think Steve Kerr, for the most part, has done that. I don't think there was a clear-cut better option than Wiggins tonight. And I think you like having his veteran presence out there in the mix with the Michael Porters and the and the Aaron Gordons and the Contavious Caldwell Popes as opposed to maybe a, a younger player. But again, there also isn't that player off the bench that's really truly pushing the envelope. The, the guy that has the most has been Gary Payton II, and we've seen Gary Payton II out there 
at the end of some of these games for defense. But it's going to be interesting because I would not have thought at the beginning of the year that part of the conversation would have been who's the fifth that's going to close the game, but have that conversation not stem from talking about Chris Paul. And like I, I thought it was going to be, oh, is it going to be Chris Paul or Looney? Because you know Steph and Clay and Dre and Wiggins are going to be out there. But at the same time, it hasn't been that at all. In fact, it's been, no, Chris Paul's been in for Wiggins in, in, in some of these games. We've seen Kaminga finish some of them uh, as well. But uh, again, uh, tough on the, on the missed call on the goaltend, by the way. I, I did want to point that out. A blatant missed call on the Gordon block of Curry took the ball right off the board. And then it winds up being a three point play on the other end. And they call a goaltend on the other end, basically the same play. I know the Warriors were were pretty frustrated about that. And that winds up being significant, Uh, you know, bottom line, it was a goaltend down in the, on the end where the Nuggets got the call. The Warriors didn't get that call. Winds up being a three-point game at 108-105, and that was a couple of points taken right off the board there. You wonder, you know, maybe how things shake out a little bit differently down the stretch. It's, it's rare. I'm not one to get on the officials, typically on this show. Uh, it, it was a debate, obviously, in Oklahoma City. The Warriors got the benefit of, of what proved to be a, a correct call uh, with the wiping out of the offensive basket interference and, and all of that. Uh, tonight, it, it didn't go their way, and it probably should have, uh, at least in that instance, uh, with the, the blatant miss there on the on the goaltend, which you know, really came at a, at a critical, critical moment. Uh, at that point, it was a, a two-point game, uh, and, and then the Nuggets go down and, and wind up ahead by five uh, at that point in a game that they eventually win by three. 888 957 on the Comcast Business Text Line. J.D., did you notice Clay's body language down the stretch with Wiggins and Paul taking the shots he used to? I, I didn't see bad body language with Clay. Uh, I, I think, you know, look, tonight, you know, I, I've given Clay Thompson credit for not being as thirsty, you know, as far as, you know, he's taken, there's been a lot of 12 and 13 shot clay games that I think last year would have been 18 shot clay games. And I think the Warriors are going to have to find the balance of, you know, if it's a good shot for Wiggins, if it's a good shot for Chris Paul, those guys are going to have to take it and Clay's going to have to trust that he's going to get a better look. I, I think Clay just always has the, the when things aren't going well for the team, he's got the the frustrated, you know, bad body language face. I, I don't know that it's it's ever really necessarily directed at anyone specifically. He just kind of seems like he's one of those guys that wants to win so bad that he's always annoyed in the moment. And more so I think as he's gotten a little bit older and, and maybe his game is a little less consistent than he wants it to be uh, at this point. But uh, so no, I, I didn't think there was anything abnormal about Clay Thompson's uh, body language, but I, I do think, you know, in a quiet moment, he may be a little surprised, let's say, that, that not, not surprised, but the, just the fact that he's not taking more shots. And I think he probably, you know, in a, again, in a quiet moment is thinking, you know, ah, I, I, he wants to help more. 
and and help more is ha- having the ability to shoot through cold nights. And look, he wasn't terrible tonight. He was two for eight from three, five of twelve overall. But we've talked a lot about the fact that that you know Clay Thompson allow you know, limiting poor nights shooting to five of twelve is significant when the alternative is six of eighteen or or seven of nineteen. And and so, you know, I think that's the balance that, that Clay uh is, is going to, to have to find. All right, eight at eight, nine five seven, ninety five seventy. Let's keep it going here with our extending the three point line, which is brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. Stephen Curry across out. He'll fire a deep three. 30 feet out, and he puts it in as he falls to the flow. 87-86. Yeah, Kevin Dana on the call tonight. And, uh, yeah, Stephen Curry there, 87-86. One of six Stephen Curry threes on the night. Six for 13 from Steph from distance. And uh, just to updated totals for Steph Curry. 53 of 112 through the first now nine games of the season. Steph at 47% from three. Shooting 47% from three to begin the season, averaging a cool 30 a night uh, for Steph Curry. So, yeah, good good stuff for, for him uh, to this point tonight. And that uh, you're extending the three-point line. Brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. Successfully treating men for ED and chronic pain. Visit westcoastmenshealth.com for more details. You're extending the three-point line for tonight. All right, some other notes on this one. As the Warriors lose to Denver, 108-105. to Denver improves to 8-1. and Warriors, four-game road trip. They go 2-2, two 5-2 and two, and two again on the road. 4-1 and one against the Western Conference this season. And the Nuggets have won four in a row against the Warriors head up. Uh, Denver did win all three matchups last year, as those teams only met three times a year ago, only once in San Francisco. And the Nuggets have won the last four. Warriors haven't beaten Denver since the playoffs in 2022, since the Warriors eliminated the Nuggets in that five-game series. Got to go all the way back to the regular season in March March the 10th of 2022 when the Warriors last beat the Nuggets. Again, we talked about the bench. Warriors bench outscores Denver's 42-12. to And I'll just say it again. I think Denver rolling with that bench this season could potentially be problematic. But they're, they're betting that they can get their younger role players a full season of experience to where they'll be capable of whatever is needed of them once the playoffs begin, uh, but uh, I think they could have some growing pains. I know they're eight and one; they're playing great. They don't even have Jamal Murray, and they're still winning at this high level. But uh, I, I think Denver is going to be. Uh, I, I think there's going to be some times where where they're going to struggle uh, with, with the bench that they're putting out there because it is so young and inexperienced. Uh, the Warriors again, not a high turnover team. Uh, kind of crazy to think nine turnovers for the Warriors uh, in this game. It's been a year and a half since the Warriors last had nine or fewer turnovers. You go all the way back to 
Dece- uh, I'm sorry, March of, of 22 against the Celtics. The Warriors had eight turnovers in that game, single digits for the Warriors in terms of turnovers. Uh, and again, the last time the Warriors did it on the road was that game I just mentioned in March of 2022 when the Warriors won in Denver. So, yeah, a season low with the nine turnovers for the Warriors and uh, Golden State using uh, another different starting lineup tonight with Draymond Green out. Personal reasons, third game and nine that Draymond has missed. Warriors fall to one and two now without Draymond Green. Gary Payton, the second, misses this one due to illness. And Dario Saric, he got the start for Draymond Green in this one tonight. All right, uh, before we call it a night, let's get to our hardest worker of the game. Brought to you by Alameda County Sheriff's Office, who works hard to serve the community. Are you looking for a career in law enforcement? Learn more about job opportunities at joinacso.com. All right, hardest worker of the game tonight for Golden State. Kind of a tough one. It, really tough to tough to find somebody in in this one. Uh, just kind of looking up and down. I'm gonna, man. I, hmm. It, it, this I, it's rare that it's rare as I kind of scan that there isn't somebody that that pops to mind. I'm gonna give it to Trace Jackson Davis uh, tonight. 18 minutes. I think this is the second time in nine games he's been the hard, hardest working player of the game. Uh, to this point, but uh, he got to go up against Jokic a little bit. A couple of times, Jokic took it to him. He hit his free throws tonight, four or five. Used his fouls. Uh, did score eight points, a couple of boards. Uh, I thought Trace Jackson Davis made his presence felt tonight uh, in, in the game for the Warriors uh, in his 18 minutes, and, and you knew he was going to get an opportunity with Draymond out and Sarge going into the starting lineup. Steve Kerr basically Saric had been the backup center. He started him at the four tonight, went a little bigger with Kavon Looney needing to help against Jokic, and then that basically opened up the backup center spot for Trace Jackson Davis in in this one. Brandon Pajemski got a couple of shifts, one in each half, uh, five points for him. And and again, the bench played well. Uh, the, The bench... Top to bottom, uh, everybody uh, from Chris Paul all the way on down, the the five off the bench for the Warriors in this game, Kaminga, Trace Jackson Davis, Pajemski, and Moses Moody, all pluses uh, in this one. And you look at the starters, the advantage for the Nuggets in this game was the starters. All five of their starters in the plus, all five of the Warriors starters in the minus, and uh, when you start to break out statistically, that uh, wound up being the difference in the game. So your hardest worker is going to be Trace Jackson Davis. Again, brought to you by the Alameda County Sheriff's Office, who works hard to serve the community. All right, uh, final couple of minutes here. Uh, 888-957-9570. 510-1 uh, in the Comcast Business text line saying, J.D., the Warriors have shown they have the best bench in the league one of them, and and I'm I, at times I wonder how they're doing it. I, I really do I, because I, I think some of the combinations they have out there are, are going to potentially struggle. But you're also seeing where Steve Kerr has options. You know, tonight in the second quarter, because Gary Payton the second was not available, he used Clyde Thompson at the beginning of the second quarter. And I think, you know, that's going to be a move come playoff time that Steve Kerr is able to go to, you know, Hey, sub Wiggins or clay Thompson in to one of these 
younger bench player spots in a playoff series if maybe that player isn't playing well when you know your starters are going to have at least a day, maybe two in between games to where you can, you know, that's where you can bump them up that extra two, three, four minutes here and there and, and really maximize what you have. But to this point in the regular season, it it's it's clicking every night and they're cohesive and they don't make a lot of mistakes and they're bringing energy. Uh, I, I think, you know, everybody from Moody and Kaminga who have obviously been here to Trace Jackson Davis and Pajemski, Chris Paul's commanding it. Saric is bringing you know his ability to shoot the ball and 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 rebound and and just you know make the right play, make the right pass, and so it really is a strong complementary set of players for the Warriors on the court, and then it's also I think a nice balance and mixture of younger players and and older players as well, which is helping. Uh, Golden State with with the balance and, and a lot of the, you know, a lot of teams aren't deep and I think that's the one thing you know you can tweak a bad bench into a good bench pretty quickly and for the Warriors to be able to do it in just a, a couple of moves which have simple you know essentially balanced everything you know Chris Paul comes in Dario Saric comes in and all of a sudden Moses Moody and Jonathan Kamenga feel a lot more stable even if they aren't playing consistently well every single shift there's just a lot there's just more of a of a cohesion to the whole process uh that that's been in play so we'll call it a night on that note uh as the nuggets get the better of the warriors 108 to 105 uh warriors with a couple of days off they'll head back to the bay no practice tomorrow warriors will probably have a practice on friday And then the home games come fast and furious for the Dubs. Saturday against Cleveland, Sunday against Minnesota. So a Saturday-Sunday home back-to-back, Cleveland and Minnesota. Then the Timberwolves are going to stay over for another game on Tuesday. Then it's two against the Thunder next Thursday and Saturday. And then the Warriors are going to take on the Rockets as we get into the Thanksgiving week on Monday the 20th before going to Phoenix and then back to take on the Spurs, heading to Sacramento, back home to take on the Clippers, and then at the Clippers that uh, second afternoon in December before we add up all the points and tiebreakers and group play and all that and figure out uh, who's going to be playing what on that NBA in-season tournament week that's going to be going from December the 4th through December the 9th. But, uh, yeah, Warriors got through a really tough stretch, and now we'll see how things can shake out for the Warriors moving forward here and in, in what figures to be. I'm um, looking at that's what a six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, the next eleven. That'll put the Warriors right at the twenty game mark uh going into the in season tournament uh round, basically. Uh, that first week of December, the Warriors would be exactly 20 games in. So through the first nine with a bunch of road games, let's see how they can do in the next 11 as far as the the home games go with eight of the next 11 here at Chase Center as the Warriors try to even out that schedule. All right, that'll do it. Thanks to Sterling Bennett. Thanks to everybody in our San Francisco studios. I'm John Dickinson. I will be back with you on Saturday morning. Uh, We'll back to doing the double-day Saturdays here on 95.7 The Game. Saturday morning, Warriors this week, 
as uh, we'll be along at 9 a.m. for that. So that's going to be 9 to noon. And then back with Warriors Live on Saturday when the Dubs are next up against the Cavaliers on Saturday. That's a 5.30 tip here on 95.7 The Game. All right, that'll do it. Nuggets get the better of the Warriors. 108-105 is the final. We'll talk to you Saturday right here in your home for Warriors basketball. It's 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.